Hello? Yes. Hi. How you doing? Good How evening, doing? good afternoon, and good How morning. How you doing? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, hi. Hi. How you How? doing? How? What's your name, son? I forgot my name. I'm pretty sure it's Marcus, but I've also been confused with Helsing. And welcome to yet another edition of Minor Details with hey. your hosts, Marcus Helsing, Marcus Van Helsing, I'm Marcus sorry. Marcus Van Helsing, yes. I and myself, Connected Kemp. to the Van Helsing family line, I have slayed Dracula myself. The book Bram Stoker's Dracula, that the, the, the Van Helsing character, the old man, that's me. And I am chimp of um, the Bonobo fame. What are we talking about today, B- Marcus? Bonoa? Bonobo. Bonovo? Bonobo. Bonobo. What's that? A type of chimp. Oh. They're really chill chimps. They're one of our closest cousins. Because um, you have like your chimpanzee that's, um, that's more that territorial. That rips your face. Yeah, they're more <laughs> territorial and violent. And then the Bonobo chimp is a lot more chill... You know, they spend all day kind of like, if I remember correctly, they kind of just like have sex or masturbate or just like this and that. I don't know. It's just pure um, just chill pleasure, man. But unfortunately, because of the those, Eldar would approve because of those traits, um, other types of chimps kind of like, you know, bully them around. And oh, yeah. You can't just be free loving. And then, you know, and then you have humans and, you know, messing everything up. So, yeah, less and less space for everyone to survive. Less but. and less space. So that's why Elon Musk and um, Jeff Bezos are pilled in their rockets so they could just leave us all here. Well, I won't miss them. No, nah. I just hope like it doesn't turn into some. Y- you ever see the anime uh, Gundam? But like yeah. the original, not like Gundam Wing um, or Zeta Gundam. I'm the talking about first, first one. Yeah, the first 1970, one. 1970, whatever. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that. I just downloaded the other day. I was just watching it. It is crazy. It's crazy. It's super anti-war. Yes. If you it, notice. Yeah. There, yeah, there is a big anti-war thing, but war theme, but I also noticed that they it's not light on the um death. On the death and the recreation of how people experience like, you know, death and war. Like yeah. there's a lot of scenes where they're just crying and they're freaking out and yeah. it's like holy shit! Like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. At least in America, kids, you know, in the '90s, they'd be like, "Hell no, we ain't showing this to us our, to our kids." Yeah, no, they they don't want to show the realities of that, which I like about Gundam. They 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 don't have the kids on there just to be like those kids characters. Although in some parts they do play those like well, different culture when you, yeah. when you, when you think about it, because they're resonating with people who did grow up uh, yeah. in, in, in in crazy war, so. But yeah, I, I've only seen the first episode, but I liked it a lot. It was pretty cool. You should check out the, um, I think it's called the O Eighth Team, mm. which is a spinoff series, and it takes place during the first year of war. And that one was pretty good. It has it's the only difference, the real difference is that there's um first it's better animations and stuff, so it's updated and whatnot. Oh yeah, I like the um. The dynamics of the team, because in Gundam, the original one, I know you only saw one episode, but there's always been like, after I think Zeta Gundam, there's always been like a Gundam team, which is just like a group of guys who just, you know, control the Gundams or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like your Voltron type, you know, like group. The O8 team, they like take that dynamic and put it more of like the military like squadron. 
okay. like feel. And I gotcha. really like that because I always like stuff where there's like a chain of command. That's kind of why I like Star Trek. It's smart. There's like a chain of command, but like the head guy is not like he's not always in charge. Gotcha. Because um, let's say Picard like is in a is in a dilemma. He will like ask his crew. Right, which is almost the same in 08 team, but more like there's experienced fighters and there's the non-experienced commander. And he's like learning through the team how to be a better commander, I guess. I'll definitely check it out. I, um, I've always liked Gundam, but as a kid, I only saw um, Wing Zero and, of course, the movie. Yeah, that but- was the original ones that like came over to America because <clears throat> those were the first ones, I believe. Um, I think they had, I, th- I, th- I, th- no, I'm pretty sure there were other Gundams. No, but it was only restricted in Japan. That's what I mean is that double O uh, Gundam wing was like the, f- one of the first, I, I want to say one of the first Gundams, maybe it's not the first, but it was the one I definitely Gundam became under my radar Oh yeah, after Gundam wing. Yeah. Because it was on, on Toonami, Toonami when Toonami yes. was blowing up. Yes. Where what, could you find anime other what than Toonami? But what I was reading was um, the reason uh, there were earlier Gundams, only a couple, but they didn't do as well because they dealt with war a lot. And uh, this yeah. was also around 9-11 where a lot of yep. stuff was being censored. Yep. So, but Wing Zero made it out of that because, which is awesome. Yeah, it was more on the fantasy side. It did deal with war, but in a different aspect. Oh, the whole thing I wanted to say, I hope it doesn't turn into that situation in the future. That what? we're going to have colonies in the future and then they're going to create like an independence or whatever and then start a fight with Earth. That's definitely going to happen. God damn it. That's probably going to happen now. <laughs> you white? We don't have any space. Are you saying there might be space colonies? Dun, dun, dun. That's the, they're, they're not like trying to build this. They already built it. They're just trying to leave to go live there. Jeff Bezos and all the rich. <laughs> I mean, it's... That's one of the issues with, um, with like large governments and why some people advocate for, for limited government because the government mm-hmm. should serve the, um, the people there, right? But if like, let's say we have a space colony in, on, on Mars or something or the moon. It's going to be hard to tell them what to do when you're separated. That's one thing. That's always a thing. But also yeah. they're going to have different needs than what we may have here in sunny Miami. You know, that's one thing I, I know there's another tangent. That's one thing I liked about Gundam as an anime is that they introduced a new type of human. And, and that's going to be way later in your run through. I'm sorry for saying this, but I just wanted to point this out that um, in the lore of Gundam, like people have been in space for so long that people called new type have developed a sixth sense almost in oh, yeah. the space around them. So they're able to navigate in 3D space like expertly. Like they're able to ha- like, re- you know, when um people do gymnastics, I forgot what it's called. It's not muscle memory, but spatial spatial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like spatial movement memory or whatever. Gotcha. They have that, but like in space. No, absolutely. No, I mean, uh, people now the, there's people who could bear who get better. Like if you can close your eyes and see a map or see like a like a three D figure, or like like let's say you lived in a large. If you, if you can close your eyes and imagine your house and walk through it, that's that's your um your spatial cognition. I yeah, would call it. Yeah. Some people suck at that. 
Some I people suck are at it. really, really I good at it. I suck hella mad at spatial memory or whatever it's called. Like that's something I'm really good at, like to an extent. I mean, I, I haven't, I haven't been to space. I haven't tested it out, but I love, <laughs> I love maps. I've always grown up loving maps. I love driving. I, I love filling up this map in my head. So, and I noticed a lot of people are not like that. Nope. Completely failed that. Why? Because we all have one device to handle all that thinking process. But even before that, thing. you've had people who, who, who get it's oh, yeah. worse now. Course, yeah, now but. it's worse. Yeah. Well, I guess back then when you got lost, you just pulled out the map, whatever gas station you stopped at to grab at if Dude, you're new to the area. I still remember like a, a long time ago. Um, this is when Appleseed came out. Uh, I, I don't remember if, if you remember the anime movie Appleseed. Mm. It was all right. It was all right. But it came out and like, oh, let's go watch it in theaters. So it was at the um, the, the movie co or whatever up in Sheridan and, and, and I-75. And that was far from me. I was a kid. I'm like, how the hell do I get over there? So I remember actually printing out the map and looking at the route. Like, okay, we got to go this way. It's so funny that I think about that now because it's like, dude, that would never happen. Mm. <laughs> Nope. I mean, I guess you could still do that. I mean, you could still print out directions and still like try to memorize it, but it's all in the convenience of a phone that could just tell you where to go, you know? Or if you don't even want it to tell you where to go, there's just maps on your phone, you know? So you could just zoom out and just look at your own path right there. But that's the handicap, you know? When you and don't have that phone, you're fucked. <laughs> even if you know where to go, then there's traffic. Then there's traffic. Like, yeah. okay, should I go this way? Is there a crash over there? This and that? Like, oh god. As I, I actually, yeah, people used to listen to the radio. Remember that? Oh yeah. People used to listen to radio and just, you know, oh, I need to hear like the traffic report. You know, I guess there's still people out there who probably still use it because I know radio's still a thing. You know, but yeah, I don't know. A lot of people have phones nowadays. You know, I recently went um, off the grid OTG they call it, and I don't have Google Maps on my phone. Oh, you got you got rid of all that tracking stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to at least. You know, it's a, <laughs> it's a dedicated process. But yeah, I, I got rid they of. They really all want Google to know products. what you want. <laughs> I got rid of all Google products. So, and then I feel the suffering sometimes if, like, I I need my maps and I can't get to it. Like, oh crap, you know, where am I going? And it's like ah, but you get by. You know, this is kind of like a ran another random tangent tangents today, but um. It's almost like a consumer consumerism big brother. Cause like, you know, they, they like a phone company sell your data, right? And they're they have an eye on you. You know, it's not it may not be super malicious, not like some shadow government organization thing. It's just usually like this guy buys a lot of like canned air. You know? So what other offers can we offer him to like convince him to spend money on? That's a, yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's not that the phone companies care. It's that they have this data and they could sell it. They could sell it. Yeah. To someone who does want it. You know. Exactly. So that's the issue. Like it's it's not that like like so some people say like oh who who cares if they know this or or, or they know that it's, it's, it's like you slowly should care. being compiled slowly being compiled and it's like dude I don't know I don't I don't know about you but I kind of want to limit how much information I put out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a good thing. You know. It's always. This is the big dilemma, in my opinion, with and I'm, I I suffered from this when I was like a teen, like Facebook stalking or like, like just all that stuff is. Were just you like, a Were you a Facebook stalker? Marcus? I was a Facebook stalker. Oh my god! Yes, I was. I was legitly a Facebook stalker. We've all been there, but only uh only because of uh what do you call it shows. 
like um like if my friends played shows i would oh. be like why didn't you invite me man gotcha yeah it's because you were too good of a drummer and they're like we don't want that kid here <sighs> yeah i know it's because when i was a when i was younger like i didn't care about like when, when i was a young drummer i was like i had the keith moon energy but not his skill <laughs> you know <laughs> i just had his energy which was just go at it hard all the fucking time you know i still have that mentality of like even if it's like a small jam i'm gonna try to do the best i can not because like i'm a perfectionist but because like i know i could keep time i know i could keep a solid beat and if i fuck it up then it is my fault you know because like percussion is very important to a lot of songs so it's almost like the it's the backbeat it's what keeps the momentum going and allows other people to free up to experiment with their own instrument right yeah no doubt no i mean i, I know what you mean when, when i was younger i was definitely less self-aware when it came yeah. to music it's just so crazy now because i um uh, one of my friends had a really old uh clip of like a of a high school or it was middle school project for like a for for a song or something i recently heard it and just Jesus Christ, I put so many fucking fills in there. I was starting to, like, facepalm my hand, like, Jesus Christ, calm down, kid. <laughs> like, chill. But you're not alone. I mean, that's I think that's everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to learn, you know. That's the important thing. It's, it's, like, it's like once you once you learn what you can do, you want to do it all the time. You're like, oh, my God, I yeah. can do this. Press, press, press. Like, I, I remember when my friend learned how to... Um, how to um, do vibrato on the guitar where you're kind of like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He would do it on every single little note he played. It was like, dude, calm down. You know? Yeah, there's times for that. Yeah. Anyway, so how's that coffee? It's good. It's good coffee. It's not like super bitter. There's a little bit of bitterness, but it's like more at the end. And there's not much of like a, bad aftertaste in fact i don't really taste an aftertaste i don't really feel my mouth being coated with the oils and stuff you know yeah you're absolutely right like i i'm um the last coffee i got was a little more oily this one i don't know it's interesting it, it's 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 a little more airy yeah the more let's say it says that's what cinnamon, i like about this one cardamom allspice floral notes can be found in the dry oh there you go. it's definitely dry yeah hazelnut toffee fuji apple okay i don't know about all that calm down <laughs> but, but it's very okay it's a single origin espresso interesting it's tasty that's what i like about it and i really like how there's no again that oily coating because a lot of coffees i'll drink black mm -hmm. like especially starbucks coffee black like i just get a massive disgusting coating of oils and like the, the bad coffee taste i'm glad i didn't put oh that's because they haven't cleaned out their friggin' thing oh uh, well i guess so yeah, because if, if, if oh, over time the, um, the 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 coffee like gets stuck to like the machine and everything, and so like if you don't clean out your whatever you're you're making coffee with, those oils build those oils build up, and your coffee can taste really bitter and like very like yeah yeah I get that in the other coffees, but but we don't run a Starbucks here. Anywho, I want to also talk about something else. Changing topic. What you got for me? I want to talk about NFTs and gaming. And how much of a bad choice that is. How much of a dumb decision that is. Wait, you don't like NFTs? I. It's not that I don't like NFTs. I just don't want NFTs in gaming. Strictly video gaming. It could be in other stuff. 
Why are you why are you di- discriminating on NFTs? On, because like yeah, so you could have your NFTs, just don't bring them over here. Where yeah, we just are. don't bring them over here. Yeah, well, hold up. Separate but equal, right? Hold up. Yes, yeah, separate but equal. <laughs> Jackass. Hold up. First of all, as a gamer, I don't need something else to pay for for a game. You know, like even if it's like a skin or something or plus one to whatever to my character, if I like buy this NFT. Like, it's still something you need to spend money for, right? In the terms of, like, take, like, take, like, Stellaris. Like, that's a, it's a fun game. It's an RTS-type game, and it's about uh, managing, like, a galactic community, right? And they have a shitload of DLCs. And a lot of it felt like it should have been free updates to the game, yeah, right? And, and I'm only bringing this up only because I feel like this is just going to be another excuse to bring more money, more bucks out of gamers, you know? And you could argue, yeah, that's like a company's point, you know? That's that's why a company exists, is just to make money, you know? I just don't like this idea of NFTs. I feel like if they're going to implement it, it's going to be really rough, you know? It's going to be a very, very rocky start. So is is your argument more against nfts or more against how people will use the nfts i guess how people will use the nfts because they're not going to be using it in a in a way of like oh what can benefit the average gamer like what will make this experience even better you know well yeah it's going to be how can how can we make this experience better for us for us financially (laughs) exactly and that's how much money can we make and it's kind of like i feel like at one point it might be happening now, but there's going to be like a mental exhaust exhaustion throughout the gaming years now, because I feel like today is the age of like rapid information, obviously, but like, especially with finances, finances are, it's going, it's zooming by, you know, you got NFTs, you got cryptocurrencies, you got this currency now, like, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be something else, like maybe in two years or something, or a year. So just to play devil's advocate. I hate devil's advocate. <laughs> no, I mean, just to like put no, a, just, just, just like give a point. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would see it as um, as creating value. Like, like what are other yeah, ways? Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. They, what other ways we can create value in this game for the, um, that doesn't involve, I guess, as much work? I don't know, like. Like trying to squeeze. I know more what out you're saying. I, I know what you're saying because I, I read it in that article you sent. Um what it is is uh I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Well, I mean, I think that's whether it's games or anywhere like in general, like like like, let's say this podcast right here, like like we would love to create value oh, for yes. our listeners. Yes, the whole point was the whole point that these um, the executive of Ubisoft. This is what he said. He wants to put when you play a game, he doesn't. It's supposed to like put value into just playing the game now. When you add this NFT, because supposedly the when you get this NFT for this game or whatever A game B game, and if mm-hmm. you want to switch it around. Yeah. The whole point is you upgrade this NFT and then you're able to take that whatever it is. It could be like a skin. It could be like a piece of armor. It could be like a like a sword, like any item in a game that you could find in another game that you could transfer to another game. And that's what the argument is, is that these NFTs are going to actually instead of you playing a game and 
as I read it, as the Ubisoft kind of expressed it in his like um, explanation, instead of wasting your time playing these games, now you can start making value while you play these games. Yeah, um, and that's the idea is really weird of the whole cross-platform NFTs. Honestly, it's it's like it's ridiculous. It's I'm, ridiculous, and it's not going to work. Like I, I could see it more. It would work more for like very similar games, like MMOs, maybe. Like like maybe if if you're going from one kind of fighting game to another. And I, I can see yeah, that, but yeah, but in general, it's it's going to be really weird. Like, yeah, it's almost like the competition people when they get their own like skins for because they're part of a team, like mm. a high play team. I think gotcha. that's what they're trying to emulate with these NFTs. Yeah, we do have to remember a big a big part of this. They're probably trying to tap into the the competitive gaming market. Oh hell yeah, yeah, that's probably going to be the biggest one. Imagine you could own like NFTs of your favorite characters exactly. like shirt or in the exactly. game or whatever exactly only and because look at now people are obsessed with soccer and basketball and all that crap <sighs> i mean it would work for games like that maybe like for soccer football and stuff because i can imagine a sports fan buying their favorite person or player's gear as an nft for what's, sure i could see that happening but, but what's um actually I, I believe some of them are actually getting into that but 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 what's the difference here with with games? Like let's say your your favorite um, Overwatch team, and you really want to wear, you know, <laughs> it's so funny you brought up Overwatch. Uh-oh. I was about to use an example. <laughs> Overwatch when they were coming out, they explicitly said, "I believe in what he in." Um, I, I forgot the name of the creator, Jeff, um, Jeff something, but. I believe what he said about competition in gaming, that it shouldn't be something forced, but something organically built throughout playing the game over time. That's how CS became, like Counter-Strike became a great international game. That's how Dota became a, a, a competition game. League of Legends, they were all organically spawned to be like almost super competitive and stuff. Now, Overwatch League, if you remember- And they were all mods, if I'm not mistaken. I think they all started. Oh, with mods. oh yeah, mods. Yeah, they all. Yeah, well, that, you got to remember one thing is that uh, the big corporations they don't fucking come up with anything themselves. It's all the modders in that fucking community that rocks fucking shit, man. They are awesome. Well, but before you continue, I think that's one of the reasons why it already had an organic community, if you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That no, that's that. That's another factor I didn't think about. That's a good point of view because like it already had its community. And it's already had its own public people, and, and it's, it's just exploding. much different when a large company tries to recreate that. It's not going to be the same. Now, let me tell you something. Have you heard much about Overwatch League now? No. That's because they all all their like streaming stuff, all that stuff has just been canceled. Like not just been canceled; it's been canceled for a while. COVID? No, no, not even because of COVID. You, it, like if they blame COVID, it's like that's just an excuse. You know, that's just an scapegoat. The real reason is because they try to force the competition aspect to the players. They try to force it when instead of, as they said, organically create. Because if you remember, Overwatch when it came out, I don't, did you play Overwatch? No? All right. Well, when Overwatch came out, there was um, no ranking. There was none of that in it, and there was no competitive aspect to it yet. It was just like quick play for a long ass time. And then they added ranking stuff. And near the time of when they added ranking stuff is when the Overlock League started popping up. So while they're trying to fix, 
trying to make meta fixes to the game, there's an Overwatch League. So you can see, like, the conflictions right there, right? Because they're not organically building it. They're, like, building it as they're building the Overwatch League because they still have to update the, the, the characters. When they add a character, they, that changes the whole synergy of a league. So, again, and how this relates to NFTs is that this is just going to be another forcing down our throats to buy something. They're going to put, like, a little, like, oh, but you could do this or you could do that. But at the end of the day, you're still spending so-and-so for one piece of armor that, one, is not dedicated to a certain game. It's on a third-party thing. It's, like, in your wallet or blockchain or whatever it is. So what happens if that game server goes down? Which they do. You know, games don't go on forever, believe oh, it or yeah. not. Yeah. So that means that skin you had that you got with the NFT, the plus one, plus eight, whatever it is, now you just can't straight up use it for that game. And that's the thing. I'm not saying that it can't work. I'm just saying I feel like like anything else, if you follow the trends of gaming, they're just going to try to way to force it into you. Cash grab. It's a cash grab. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's straight up just a, it's a... Now, I'm not saying like NFTs, all NFTs are cash grabs. I'm just saying, if you look at the history of like gaming, you know, and I feel gaming, at least in, in, my, in my life, like it's the one industry I've seen that, that I loved and had a crash, obviously, the 90s crash of gaming. But you kind of see how the corporate greed fully takes over stuff. Because beforehand, when people wanted to add to their game because they just wanted that game to exist longer, they added expansion packs. True. I also think of um, talking about um, competitive environments. Um, I think about the speedrunning community. Oh, yes. And that's that, that's something that's big, but it's not mainstream big, you know? Yeah. But, you know, but, but there's... Like- I would say it's getting up there nowadays. It's starting to get some mainstream... Um, what do you call it eyes on it and it's huge and it, it gives value to a lot of old, old uh, 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 do you know about the mexican runner this one guy who um went through every single nes title stream and and and, and beat them all oh wow no i didn't i didn't see that one i the most recent speed running thing i saw which i was just mind blown and i was like human human apex we're like not there yet there's more of a level which was somebody beat um Sekiro blindfolded oh speed God. running it <laughs> and worse yet he did like he did the fastest ending there's like five fucking endings to that game but oh my God. the one ending he, cho- he chose in my opinion is one of the hardest endings because you have to fight like three characters right after one right after another and they're and it's not like one's easier than the other they're all like equally hard funny but it was intense but anywho yes the speed running community i don't know about i don't know with the nfts maybe if they want an nft if they're like favorite streamer you know because a lot of these speed runners are streamers you know what i mean i would try and think okay so let's say um let's let's say um some nfts were minted and only um dropped to people who uh beat world records on a particular game. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, this is a kind of like a different sense because I, I see what you're saying. You know, they're trying to make it like a rare opportunity thing, but 
from what I noticed from the speedrunning community, and I've beaten Resident Evil Remake in under two hours achievement. So <laughs> I, I sped run that game. I could kind of count. <laughs> but um, it's more of just the challenge. Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, for sure. It's, I feel like in that sense, when they when people are at that level, it's more about finding the um the the quick times or, like, shortening the times even by a second. Yeah. And I can understand in the sense of, like, if this world record guy got, like, this NFT and it's super rare, you know, like, and then he could, like, maybe sell NFT of that NFT to, like, his fans or streamers. Or, well, there you yeah. go. There you go. But, you know, or donate or whatever that's the just, person wants to do with it. I, that's another thing. It's just like if somebody, if, if a streamer did that, I would kind of, if, if I was a fan of them, I would feel kind of like, I would feel conflicted about it because, you know, streamers, they don't just stream. That's not, they, they also have merch. So it's like, I mean, that would be just like another hustle. It would just be another option for them to, to sell, to make a little bit of extra money, but um, I don't think that would be like a main driving factor for them to get this world record NFT because then that would be kind of weird because a lot of speedrunners, when they, they like compete with each other sometimes. So then you'll see one time completed, then like two hours later, that time is up. Well, there you go. So that's the thing. So it's really just like a leader. It's really just a leaderboard. That's, that's really all it is. And and it it would be on the blockchain, so you you would have a a a complete record of everyone who's beat this throughout the years, and you know, and and faster and faster and faster. It's really just bragging rights. That's all it really is. It's just like having mm. a, a medal, and and then having a list, you know, of, of people who who've, who've completed it. It's all it is. It's it's bragging rights. But where would the NFT come in? What would you buy? Like. What would I be buying, purchasing as a person who follows this speedrunner? You wouldn't. It's, it's, it, it, it. So, okay. So you're thinking about it in, in terms of like, uh, like selling it to the public and this and that yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Like I'm talking about just, just, um, I, I, like I'm saying like, like a medal, like a, like a gold medal. Like, let's say in, you know, at the Olympics, instead of giving gold medals to, you know, like all the top teams, they get NFTs instead. It's just a digital mm. version of its analog equivalent. I don't know. I would have to say maybe speedrunning is a bad example because they Perhaps. have that already with the leaderboards. Like there are speedrunner leaderboards. Of course, yeah. of course. But but, but so so the, the 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 whole point of NFTs is it's non fungible token. It's it, it's a token that can be recreated, which it's, would be the bragging rights. Exactly. So so, yeah. so 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 okay. So so no one can say that I Roly did not. That Marcus did not beat this game under two hours on this day, you know, like that you reached some um some world record on this day at this hour. But like, if I do beat it, mm -hmm. will it switch over, or would you still have that as an NFT? That's still your NFT, and and then if somebody beats your world record, that um that has different data attached to it. Okay, so this person beat it under an uh, under an hour and fifty minutes on this day at this time or whatever. I don't know, man. It's just record keeping. That's what I'm trying to say. It's it's. I record know. Keeping. I know you're saying it's record keeping, but the whole thing is like again, the speedrunner community is probably just a bad example. Is that? Yeah. Not only do we have leaderboards, we have GDC. You know, like the whole 
that whole marathon running thing, you know? Yeah. And games on quick. Yeah, games on quick. And like the whole like you record each section or whatever, like they, they record all that. They record every so you could literally go to the exact part you like in a speed run and just watch that part, you know? But again, maybe speed running is just a bad example. Like maybe I would think more like sports stuff. Maybe like clips of sports could be sold as an NFT or something. Or, or um, that's true. That'd be interesting. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe like a clip of a meme, like a sport meme or something. You know. One thing I always imagine is like, um, if you went to a concert, like 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 let's say, um, like you gave out NFTs to the first hundred people who, who 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 attended one particular concert yeah you know and and that's definitely bragging rights like 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 let's say radiohead was having a concert in miami next month or something i even if they weren't giving away nfts i'm all i'm definitely trying to buy the first ticket as soon as i can because those damn things sell out like that yeah they sell really fast super fast and i'm a huge radiohead fan like mm-hmm. i love radiohead so it, i would definitely love an and uh, some sort of like bragging rights nft that oh i, I attended this concert i was one of the first to, 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 to um to get the tickets and it's just to have it you know just to be like it's the same thing as buying a shirt but i can't wear it i would think that would be more situated with like a social media thing right i mean kind of sounds like it but we're talking about the digital world well yeah social media is digital yeah you know exactly I mean? that's, yeah, that's, that's what i'm trying that's to say the thing yeah um or then people who um who, who live in these vr worlds who are slowly becoming to live a, 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 in these in these VR worlds, like how do NFTs play there? Yeah, that would definitely be. You see, that's that would be more like the Mark Zuckerberg metaverse thing. That I think that's what I think the metaverse thing and NFTs might have a collision of some kind. Like they will collide with each other at some oh, point yeah. in history. And they, oh yeah, I feel like maybe those two I universes think that's already happening. would be. I think that would, in, well, in my opinion, and and this is my opinion only. And again, like NFTs to me are probably like they're just a new way of people like, you know, handing out things or like uh, trying to create a new form of either bartering or or just or just creating something new. Gotcha. Like I'm not throwing shade on artists or anybody who, who, who thinks NFTs are like the next thing. But I will say that NFTs, if you're not careful, can be very predatory. Oh yeah, very predatory. Especially if you don't know what you're getting into. Well, you're kind of saying uh, the same thing there. You're saying uh, people who think it's the next thing, and it could be predatory. Well, those people who are predatory might realize it's the next thing. Next thing. So let me take advantage of it while it's still around. Yep, that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. and that's the thing is that it's that mindset too. Do they see this as like a long time thing, or is this like a quick buck for the person it. who? knows all these nfts and owns them or whatever i think for the most part people are just trying to make a quick buck yeah yeah that's the thing but you know a lot of things that spawn trying to make like a quick buck like in the future usually people find a use for them like you know people find a good use for them like um but but it's early that's the thing nfts are still like new i would assume oh yeah so there it still needs time to be worked out and we and it still needs time to see what it works it benefits the most i think it should stay the fuck around away games because it fucking comes there i'm tired of buying shit all the fucking time it reminds me of when steam um had all those those freaking items as as trading cards and stuff oh they still have that and they were really trying to get people into it where they They give you free ones 
And oh my god. I was like, okay. No, no, I did like the cards only because I, I like the Resident Evil cards because they look <laughs> cool. That's the only ones I like because the Resident Evil cards, they had like Claire like in an action pose. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so now imagine like the newer generations growing up. and Here's a crazy thing. And we are the last generation to be living, to, to know what it would. Okay. We are the last generation, me and you, to ever experience what the, like the world without the internet. That's true. We're going to be the last generation. That's true. Think how crazy that is. Well, I mean, we were still... Okay, so we still grew up in the internet. Early internet. Yeah, early but internet. But I still remember a time when the internet wasn't around, you know? Like, I, I remember as a kid, my You dad, just didn't use it. No, I just didn't use it. But exactly. I remember my, like, my family just couldn't afford it. Because, like, it was super expensive to get a cable and everything. Of course, And yeah. then when my family was able to get one, like... Like the computer was like like a super slow. Yeah, it was super <laughs> slow, and it was only only mom and dad could get on it. Like yeah. I couldn't fuck around on it. I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, we we had a compact twenty eight point eight k modem, and I I still remember downloading my first MP threes. But that's the crazy thing is that this is going to be like established in the young minds of people. They're going to, like, imagine living in a first world country anyways, like Europe or, or America. Um, this is going to be instilled in them. Like, it's going to be a systemic thing. Like, Well, it's going to be a part of, of the culture. Like, Yeah, it's going to be part of the culture. Of, of, of the subculture, I should say. Yeah, yeah. What I just think is crazy because... Because, listen, okay, so, so... Just think about, like, automobile industry and how much that changed everything. Think about us, how we still grew up within the internet. And to us, it's it's like, it's second nature. Let's talk about people who are 60 or 70 who don't think that of that way. Like, they don't immediately think, let me look up it on the internet. Or yeah. I can do this, or I can do that. You know, it's just like, oh, I wonder how you do that. I, I'm going to have to call this person to find out. Like, no, just look it up online. But that doesn't come to their mind because it's just not a part of their... This is not a part of their thinking process. Exactly. Because they weren't raised like that. They didn't, Or they weren't introduced to that. You know, and they may or may not see the benefits of having something like the internet because, like, I've lived this long without it. You know, I don't need it. Yeah. So, it's, or it's, there's the reverse who people just like jumped on it like a new oh, yeah. craze. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It depends if, if you were into tech or not. So then, for us, it's like, okay, so yeah, what the hell do we need NFTs for? This is something new. We, 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 we well, that. Yeah, I think in that but, sense, but the later generations are going to be like, no, what are you talking about? Like everyone needs this. Yeah, well, that that also comes back to the point I was saying is that we live in the fast lane of internet technology now, and the fast lane of information just in general. So that's what I'm saying. NFTs are now here, and I'm more wondering what their lifespan will be mm. if it'll continue to live on. And I'm I, not going to say I'm not the one who says no, it's not going to live on. Like. I'm not a future. I'm not a psychic. Like it can, it, it it can find ways to progress in the future. It's just like it's just time tells all. Well, in the end, NFTs. It's it's just a concept. It's just a protocol. Yeah, it's just like a prototype. Exactly, yeah. uh, 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 and that's gonna survive no matter what. Like the uh, the idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like like people will be able to 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 take this. It's it's not the item, but how you use it. Um, how how people think of using it. How about we? So most of them will probably die off. That's for sure. But some people, some smart people, will think of some excellent use cases for NFTs in the next decades, maybe a hundred years. Who knows? Well, like here's a crazy thing: is that how awesome is it that we live in a time where we could now debate 
financial stuff. Like, you know, there was the gold standard and then they transferred it to like um, the, the national debt, right? And now we're living in an age where there's now other forms of currency, like like not like in euros or i'm or that stuff i mean like legit like cryptocurrencies and some N- and some nfts and stuff like that it's just like now there's like this new branching thought process of trying to figure out a new way of like what is the definition of finances for us you know like trying to find define that and try to break those definitions gotcha and i'm just saying overall that's a good thing because that promotes thinking in a society. Oh yeah, you you know you always need the discussion. Absolutely. Yeah, you, even like I I don't like NF, I don't want NFTs in my games, but I'm not gonna sit here and say like they're gonna immediately fail. Or whatever. Again, it's a thought. It's like a, somebody came up with the idea. Somebody's just gonna take that and just make it their own way. And maybe that might ca- catch on. You know, it's everything builds upon everything else so but, everything's connected to some way but for the for, 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 for the most part the people with all the money will try and make more money out of it yeah yeah well that's that will <laughs> never change things. in history people who have the most money will try to find more money and try to exploit the weak so let's talk about some some anime or something some manga yeah just to liven it up yeah so i recently finished reading chainsaw man i like chainsaw man tell me about it how, what did you like about it honestly the first thing that got me, well, I told you this before. I didn't jump into Chainsaw Man blind because mm. I read Fire Punch. Oh, you read Fire Punch first. Yeah, I read Fire Punch first. Like Fire Punch, I ran into Fire Punch completely by accident and then fell in love with just the art style. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you that. Like, like how, how did you find out about Fire Punch? I literally was just like on a website. I go to a website just to check out mangas because... um, Which one? Uh, I think... It's called manga reader or something manga or reader. not no it's i use a different site now i i i have it on a on a tab so i usually just hit the tab and i forgot the name but i'll, I'll look it up uh next time but um i just go on there and i just look at random people's works like i try to i try to avoid like the romance stuff the shonen really i paid you for 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 for, uh, for, for a romance guy no 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 i mean like I'm it kidding. depends really actually it really depends i don't like sappy romances i like when the romance is like tested you know when like um like the, the problem i have with some anime romances that it's very choreographed or very obvious you know yeah and usually now this this might be going crazy, you know. I might be going a little bit controversial now, Uh-oh. but I feel like a lot of anime women with the romances they're very one dimensional. Yeah. A lot of them, right? Yeah. That's why I like Fire Punch because there is a form of romance, and and and, and it's very very twisted. Well, don't spoil it for me. I won't spoil it. Yeah, <laughs> but going back to Fire Punch, think about the relationship between Denji and Makima. Oh, you mean um, Chainsaw Man? Yeah, Chainsaw Man. Yeah, no, for sure. It's 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 definitely twisted, and I guess you could call it a relationship. It's 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 you know it's one where she's using him the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, I like that. You know, I like I kind of like that. I guess it's because like a book I read like uh, when I was in college was um, Cleopatra the Fourth, which mm. was like the Cleopatra, like the last pharaoh of um egypt and before augustus took over it um and i read her story and it's just like i read her i read the book and everything and how she introduced herself to julius caesar by being wrapped up in a 
in a mm-hmm. carpet and then yeah. being rolled out. I just, I fell in love with that woman because I just, while I was reading this, I'm like, she's smart. She's like really fucking, she's tactically smart, you know? Going to Rome to show all the Romans, having her sister like in cages, like the sister who revolted against her. Going to Rome just to showcase that she has that power, that she's like, that she needed to show Rome that she was serious, you know? And I don't know, it's a very... It's a very dark story in history. You know, a lot of wars, a lot of, like, political stuff, especially after Julius Caesar gets killed, right? And when the Roman Civil War, the first Civil War breaks out. And I don't know, ever ever since I read that, like, her history and read about how she grew up, how she had to, like, how she got kicked out of her own kingdom and then had to go to, like, a bunch of tribes to, like, get them to unite to retake her throne, along with Julius Caesar's help. But... It just, like, it kind of broke my idea of, like, what a standard, like, female role in other media, though. This is, like, real life, and, I'm, and I took it to other media. And I did realize that, one, like, a lot of anime, yeah, a lot of romances are very one-dimensional. And I do like romances in anime, but it has to be some, there has to be some type of struggle. has to be some type of, like, why do you like this person? And are you willing to go that level to do it? Yeah, know? it's it's character building. Yeah, Absolutely. it's character building. Of course, yeah, yeah. Of course. And I really don't I just and here's another thing. I really don't like the harem animes. God, <laughs> I fucking hate them. Tenchi Muyo? Yeah. I mean Tenchi was one of the first animes I saw, funny enough. Yeah, me too. And I didn't even tell you the truth, I didn't see that as a harem because it was only like really two characters that were really into Tenchi. I I mean there's different Tenchi Muyos, right? Yeah, but it's 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 also the fact that you're surrounded by all of these. Yeah, you're surrounded by all the women, women and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's funny. There's um um. There's this. Have you seen um? Uh, a Kobayashi san. Kobayashi san. A dragon maid. It's 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 basically kind of like a it's it's like a female harem instead. It's 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 is that the one with the dragons? Yes, well, I think I've seen like clips of it. Okay, like I just seen funny clips from it. And it, it it's, it's a funny show. I like it. It looks but it's, funny. It's it's hilarious how it's like it's just it's the same exact idea, but it's 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 it's, it's a woman instead. My favorite anime of all time is Konosuba. Have you ever seen that one? No, I never heard of it. Oh my god, yeah, Konosuba is my favorite because it just takes all the elements of the shonen animes and just like flips them it's like a classic ryan johnson like um what's the word um uh it doesn't meet your expectations or or i don't know it's it's a very like um they they like it's a spoof on other animes okay i got you yeah and they parody yeah it's a parody but it's a really well done parody because it's not based on anything specific it is it's like own little story but you could tell these characters were based off like these archetypes. generic char- yeah, yeah, archetype characters. Gotcha. And they just like it's a hilarious ma- uh, show. And um, What's you, it should, you again? should check it. Kono Supa. Kono Supa. I look yeah, it up. I love that show. It's hilarious. So let's go back to the, the, the Chainsaw Man. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Chainsaw Man was a uh, was really good. I like the whole like. The when, when um you, the, when they do a contract with a devil, they have to give up something. Yeah, that was a that was a, a really interesting mechanic. 
uh, uh, imagine if you were to build that into like an, an MMO where like you could like gain this power, but you have to give up something else. That wouldn't be a fun MMO. No? Because like then you would have to give up something. Oh, well, yeah, it does. The and whole that's, point. yeah, th- I know. <laughs> and that's not MMOs, man. MMOs <laughs> about like you just got to grind it out and then you get it. Oh, my God. You always have an ab- ability to get it. You know what I mean? MMOs. So when you restrict something, people are going to be like, what, what, you know? I think that would work best. Now, this may sound crazy. Okay, so into a different kind of game. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm about to say that, yeah. I think that would work best in Skyrim. Okay. Yeah. Or like a tabletop game or something, like, or something where, oh, God. where, it's, where, where there's more strategy involved. Uh, yeah, well, don't talk to me about that because I, was, um, I did a D&D run through as, uh, as a goblin who um, he he was uh, he he suffered narcolepsy. My character suffered narcolepsy, so oh God. every time I did something, somebody had to roll. Like the guy had to roll to see if I would just randomly fall asleep. <laughs> Which is the opposite of you drinking all that coffee. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> have you ever done a D and D run through? You know, I've never played D and D. Oh my I, God. I always wanted to, but I never have. Oh my God! It is. It, it's. It get it's. Pen and paper. It's pen and paper RPG, you know? Yeah, I, I know, only I know. done like two quests and one of them was like a beginner one. And um but it's fun. I think it's fun. It's just very imaginative, you know. You know, I think it's time. It's huh? time. It's time for Marcus's. Oh God. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Don't make me suffer. Oh, you gotta make me suffer. My pain give you at glory. What are, what are you playing? Nothing. I'm not what, is this? <laughs> what is this? Because you can't hear it, so I won't torture you. Next time I will torture okay, you. Okay, all right, next time. All right, here's anyway. a cooking tip. If you're yes, making please. uh I learned this from You Suck at Cooking. Love that YouTube channel. Oh, you serious? Okay. Um and I learned it from him too, which is hilarious. Um if you're making like a curry, more specifically, I guess, um Indian style curry. Rather than like a Japanese curry, um, add peanut butter. Peanut butter gives a little extraness to curry. Peanut butter to curry, huh? Yeah. Well, no, it's not peanut butter to curry. It's peanut butter is just like, a, like the like a like a little extra. It's like the secret ingredient. Thicker. Yeah, and it makes it makes it thicker. That's for sure. But it, but with the, t- you'll be surprised. The taste of curry and peanut butter, they combine very well. But what kind of peanut butter though? Like the like creamy stuff oh, or the hardest um, chunky stuff? Well, I always get Teddy's. <laughs> I always get Teddy peanut butter because it's Where the hell is Teddy's? What? Teddy is um is a uh, like legit natural um peanut butter. Where it do you doesn't buy have it? any um you, you could get it at the um at the grocery store. They have it there. Sometimes it's usually sold out. Because, like, I think a lot of people get it. I think I've seen it, actually. Yeah. Okay. What it, because, I like it because um, some peanut butters, like, um, they ha- they're they just, like, a, a thing. They're just, like, a block. And it's, like, almost like a paste. While the Teddy's peanut butter has, like, the oil separated. And I don't know why. I feel better when it's like that. I feel, like, when I have to, like, mix my peanut butter to, like, yeah. incorporate the oils inside again... I kind of feel like that's legit peanut butter. Oh yeah, same here. Yeah, no, it's 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 emulsified versus not emulsified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. emulsified I, I know what versus you mean. not. Yeah, and yeah, I just, it, it, it's it's a pain in the ass, but if it depends on how fast you eat. eat I think eat your it just butter. gives a better taste. Like you, you have to mix it up, get really, really in there, and then after that, it's good for like a month or two. Yeah, yeah, and and it's 
I don't know. And and if you look at the ingredients of it, it just says roasted peanuts and yeah. and something else. And it's just literally two ingredients. Yeah. While like you look at the other peanut butters like Jiffy and stuff like that. It's like pa- uh, palm syrup or whatever. Um, palm oil. I think that's what it's called. And, you know, they got sugars in there and stuff. So. Well, I mean, there's naturally occurring sugars in there. But yeah. yeah, yeah. But you mean added sugar. Added, stuff, yeah, yeah, I meant added. Yeah. yeah. I definitely went through a point in my life where I was eating a lot. Of, I started with almond butter. I preferred almond butter, and then I started trying other stuff. Um, one of my favorites was nutso. Nutso. Nutso, where they incorporate uh, almonds, peanuts, cashews, pecans, chia, so much different stuff. Brazil nuts. Wow, it's, and that's all like a paste. It's 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 the same thing. It's just it's it's all mixed in. It's, oh. it turned into it, it turned into a paste, and it was my favorite. Costco sold that at a great price. It's expensive. This stuff uh-huh. is not cheap. Costco sold a great price, and I would just kill that shit. I love yeah, Teddy's it. is not cheap. It's then, more expensive than Jiffy and stuff. And then they stopped selling it, and then be, and I was like, why did they stop selling it? But I see why, because they came out with their Kirkland signature brand. Oh, yeah. Uh, they got to make their own things. Not the freaking same. Got to knock out the third-party guy. Not the freaking same. I hate it. Yeah, well. But I used to work at a, um, at a Whole Foods, and I was actually um, one of the people in charge of, of the bulk section. Yeah. So we had those giant like peanut butter grinders and, and almond grinders. So I would just pour all the stuff in there and just watch it go. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Having fresh gr- grinded nut that's butter. Like, oh, that's best. like uh, ASMR stuff. Yeah, if you like that, I just love yeah. the freaking taste of fresh hot peanut butter f- just from being around. So that's good. cool. That's cool. A good peanut butter is always a good thing. Um, and especially like what do you call it? Um. As I was saying before with curry, it's just a nice little that and pad thai. Oh yeah, yeah, pad thai and peanut butter go very well. Yeah, because they add peanuts to it. Yeah, they add peanuts to it, so it just gives a little extra nuttiness, which I like. I like a little extra nuttiness to stuff. Certain stuff, not Fair everything, stuff. obviously. Not gonna put peanut butter on my eggs. Hmm. I may try that tomorrow. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. It will be a crime. So with that, that's a hate crime. Uh, do you have any final thoughts to, to go out on? Get your NFTs out of my gaming. Get your NFTs out of and my And give gaming. modding community more support and not try to steal their shit. I'm looking at you, Skyrim Anniversary Edition. It's the same thing with, like, the, op- like the open source. Um, and, you know, like, a lot of big companies started by taking open source projects and just, you know, and just, and just taking them. <laughs> Look at Valve. That's pretty much... Their whole collection, except for Portal and Half Life, like they just got the rights to the to the modders and just gave them the money and the utility, the tools, just to make their game. And just ran with it, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, which is good on Steam. You know, they they gave those modders like literally a job. Not saying that in an antagonizing way, but they gave them like the ability to actually make their game. They actually they gave them a job. Those <laughs> yeah, they freaking fucking hippies, nerds <laughs> sitting at their computer. Get a job. But, um, no, I respect Gabe for that, you know, that he uplifted a lot of these early game and stuff. And now we have Counter-Strike, right? And now we have Dota. Like, and Dota's a pretty fun game. I don't know if you ever played it. It's, um, it's a little bit of a steep curve, but it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. My favorite, um, Half-Life mod, OG Half-Life mod was, um, Day of Defeat. 
Day of Defeat. I used to love that game. That's a game now. Dod. Yeah. Yeah. They. They. Um. That. This is a. Yeah. 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 yeah a, a while, while ago. ago. Yeah. 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 But true. they. Um. They gave them. They. They took the modding and they just gave them money and then they just made the made fucking game. game. Yeah. yeah. I used to play that too. Love that game. That was fun. But then. Um. But then there was like another shooter I played. Started playing. I think it might have been Battlefield Three. That's when I was like, all right. I'm that was into around this. that time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm getting into this. For a second, I thought you were going to say Cry of Fear, which is a famous Half-Life mod, and it's a horror mod. What? And I wanted to play it, but it's too scary. <laughs> and I played uh, I played Resident <laughs> Evil. I was going to say, I yeah. I played <laughs> Alien Isolation. I played all these other games. That one is the one that makes me go, no. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Hold me. Uh, I was scared shitless playing Alien Isolation. I don't I don't know if you know this, but this that that is a very scary ass game. And I recently learned that they created the AI so that it's always watching you play. Like where no matter where you are in the level, the AI is like watching you, learning where you like to hide and like oh what you God. like to do. Jesus Christ. And here's an even scarier one. There was a playable teaser, well, the first one, pretty much, and it was with Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima, and this was for Silent Hills. Yeah. And I read recently that um, the reason why you get that creepy factor of like, oh, there's something like behind me playing that PT uh, trailer, uh, beta or whatever, it's because they designed the ghost to always be behind you, mm. but you don't see him. Oh, my God. See, that's they add a little shit like that just to get you a little bit. You know, they didn't need to add that, but just adding that kind of adds that creepy factor. Yeah, the experience, absolutely. the experience. Because I don't know if you played it. I did. I played it. It is. It was one of the scariest things I played. The the PT uh, teaser, and so bummed out that Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima never really like worked on that. Instead, they did Death Stranding, which is, I mean, all right. I haven't played it through yet, but. Imagine a fucking Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima horror game. That would have been like game of the century. All right. So on that note, let's wrap it up. All right. Uh, what do you want to talk about next time? Next I, time. I, I feel like the, the last two episodes, we've kind of just been winging it. And it's been a lot of fun, I do yeah. think. But I, next episode, I definitely want to focus on like at least partly for one thing. How about Gundam? <laughs> you want to do Gundam? I like Gundam. I love right. Gundam. Watch Gundam. How about that? That would be your thing. Try to watch Gundam while you work. While I work, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play sort of brief hole that has to finish this episode. Yeah, but I'm watching. I need help with my thing. Shut the fuck up, old lady. I'm trying to watch uh, the, the anime villain kill the protagonist. And on that note, I wish you all a good night. See ya. Peace.